Hello, and welcome to Game 7 of the Brain Masters Tournament here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your decidedly underdog host, Davo. With me, in a strong second place, Andy. Hello, everybody. And the head man, the top dog, the big cheese, the big kahuna, a numero uno, Kells. I love Brian Piccolo. He was a friend of mine. (laughs) (laughs) And our trivia master of disaster, Neil. How is everybody doing today? Well, I was doing some gazintas. But first, I did my gazintas. I know it's a bad thing, but this is fairly easy gazintas. First off, I want you to do two things for me. I want you to explain the rules and tell everybody the tournament standing. All right, I can do that. Every week we have a theme, and within that theme we've got six categories. Each category has four questions. Each question is worth 10 points each. There's a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And for the purposes of this tournament, every win counts as three points, second place uh, finishes count as two points and third place count as one point. And after six games, Davo has a total of nine. Andy has mm. a total of 12 and Kells has 15 glorious points. So I did my gazintas for me to win in epic fashion. <laughs> I need to win the next four games in a row. Kells has to lose the next four games in a row. This is kind of like the math. This is is like the math I used to do for the Cubs back in the day. (laughs) Yes. I have to go 4-0. Kells has to go 0-4. And And Andy, you have to finish second or third. Okay. If Kells gets even one second-place finish in the next four games... I am eliminated. <laughs> but you have, you have really? to, like the Marlins, play out the season anyway. It's so <laughs> I will. I will be happy to play out the string. I'm fine with that. But I just want you guys to know that I am hyper-focused. I have a cold bottle of water, a fresh score sheet. I'm going to keep the banter light. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> have, you been, have you been playing sober? That's your problem. Oh, man. You're drinking water? Oh, that's been my... I thought this was an anti-doping situation. No. tournament. No. No. Neil, what is our topic today? Today's topic is summer. My least favorite season. Oh. Too hot, man. Oh my gosh. Maybe you know a little bit about it, even though you don't like I it. I do. I study my enemy. <laughs> well, before we before we get started, let me determine our uh, our bonus category for this game. All right. Noted. <laughs> All right. Autobots assemble. We're ready to go. Roll our out. first category for summer is science. Everybody's mm-hmm. favorite. Hey, I'm ready. Question mm-hmm. one. 
What is the name of the meteor shower visible in the northern hemisphere between mid-July and mid-August every year? Oh, 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 oh. Locked in. Yeah. You've heard of it. I'm sure you've heard of it. I know. My wife and I actually really kind of enjoy the meteor showers. We live out here in the country, and it's constantly we keep track of, and we have a special spot where we sit and watch them. You just call them those lights going across the sky and not that. Yeah, and we, you know, we don't have TVs. So there really isn't anything else to do. <laughs> I'm sure. choking on the first one, Davo. Don't talk to me, man. I'm focused. You can always punt. <laughs> you know, and you only see one or two meteors flowing through the sky. You know, that's more of a meteor bath. <laughs> I'm locked in with the wrong answer. I know it starts with the letter P and I can't come up with it. Meteor bath. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Thought you weren't going to do that. I'm all kind of looking forward to that. I can't help myself. You can't yeah. Pass. yeah, you can pass it up. <laughs> well, I'm locked in. Kels, what's your answer? I said the Ali meteor shower, which, little known fact, the head has three different speeds. One, one being massage. Oh yeah, <laughs> that pulsating is really nice on a sore back. Oh yeah. Deva? I believe it's the Pleiades meteor shower. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I knew it started with the letter P. I couldn't come up with it. I wrote down Pegasus. I love it when I sweep you on the first question. Is it Perseid? Oh. It is the Perseids. Oh. Yeah, Perseids. Oh. Well, it was a P. <laughs> All right. We still have a chance, Devo. So now for real, let's get started. Let's focus. <laughs> Question two. We have summer and winter seasons, not because of the distance of the Earth from the sun, but because of the tilt of the Earth relative to its orbital plane. What is the tilt of the Earth in degrees? And your score is going to be based on how close you are. I know this once upon a time. That yeah. is not yeah. time. So did I, I but I had kids. So <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> I'm imagining the tilt and trying to come up with what that looks like. I mean, all right. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Deva. I said 23 degrees because it's going to be 23 at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Andy? Um, I'm just, I'm imagining... You know, the image of the earth and its tilt. And as the, the guy who works with wood and stuff, I, I would say it's roughly a 25 degree angle. So we're done 25. And Kels. I want with an even 30 degrees. Okay. Well, the correct answer is 23.5. Yes. Whoa. It was going to be 23. So I'm going to. I'm going to round to the round, however, it's most favorable for, favorable for you. So rounding to 23 for Davo gives him 10 points. Rounding to 24 for Andy gives him 
nine points. And rounding to 24 for Kells gives him six points. You're in first place. Kells is in last. That's what I need. Can we end it? Can we end it now? Thank you for uh, listening. I don't have enough points. <laughs> Dang it. more questions to get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question three. What landmark grows up to six inches in hot weather due to the heat's effect on iron? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Andy? Because it's iron, it has to be the Eiffel Tower. Kels? I also went with the Eiffel Tower. And do I said the Eiffel Tower because of a conversation I had with Andy. <laughs> well, look at you. You the did? The answer is the Eiffel Tower. What was yeah. the conversation? The Canadian Railroad shrinkage in wintertime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, Dave and I were talking. I don't remember the exact stat, but I remember reading this as a, as a kid. It was, I think it was the Canadian Pacific Railroad. They measured every inch of their railroad in the summertime and every inch, every spur, every line in the wintertime. And they calculated they lost like over a mile of railroad in the wintertime because of the contraction of the steel. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome, Davo. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question four in science 1816 is known as the year without a summer why i'll give you half points for a general answer and full credit for the specific answer well that doesn't make I should know this. It's history. That's a pretty broad topic to have to know. Oh, 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 oh. How specific do I have to be? Very. Um, I can't really answer that without giving a big clue. And I can't ask you without giving you a big, them a big clue. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and be happy with what I got. I'm locked in with a guess. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels, what's your answer? I said Atlas set the world down for a second and forgot where he put it. Hmm. That's a very specific answer, but it's not the right one. I figured. Deva? I said volcanic eruption. Okay. Andy? I almost put down the Little Ice Age, but that's the 18th century, and I believe Dave was right. In fact, I wrote specifically volcanic eruption as well, but I want, I could not tell you specifically the volcano or where it was. I know it wasn't on North America. You're correct. The, it was a volcanic eruption. It was Mount Tambora. Hmm. Where, where is that? Mount Tambora is in Indonesia. Hmm. 
Oh. And it was a bigger explosion than one of the big ex- explosions ever. It was bigger than Mount St. Helens, bigger than, um, oh, I forget. The Soviets? Uh, some of the, yeah. It was, it was massive. Krakatoa? Krakatoa. Bigger than Krakatoa. Holy crap. And it basically caused a, the equivalent of a nuclear winter across the entire planet, pretty much. Oh my gosh. Why haven't I heard of this before? I don't know. Maybe you should read something about history. Ooh. I should. I should. That's great. That's a thought. A little smack no, talk I... there on the MC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this can't be right. At the end of round one, Devo has twenty five points, Andy has twenty four points, and Kells has sixteen. All right, one down, five to go. Kells, we're going to mute your microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Round two is our bonus round today. Oh. And the category is the Summer Olympics. Oh. I know. Question one. What year did the modern Summer Olympics start? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locking in with a total guess. Deva? 1896. Oh, are you kidding me? Andy? I wrote down 1886. I knew it was late 19th century. And Kels? It's 1896. Quick answer is 1896. <clears throat> Question two. The IOC has approved five new sports for the 2020 Olympics, mostly intended to appeal to younger people. For two points each, name the five new sports. We'll do three points each because this is a bonus category. My wife and I were talking about this the other day, but I'm only coming up with three. I'm locked in. I'm locked in too. Andy, what's your answer? Softball, surfing, skateboarding. Those are the three I'm sure of. But I think karate and climbing. Okay. Kels? I said skateboarding, karate, and softball. Okay. And Deva. Well, I think I thought karate was already in it, but I might be thinking of judo. You're thinking anyway. of the karate kid again. That wasn't a, the Olympics. It was a uh... sweep the leg. I mean, all valley is important, but it's not the Olympics. Right, it's not the Olympics. I said uh, skateboarding, uh, inline skating. Uh, I heard rumor about chess, but I don't think that would be appealing to the youth of America and the and the world, but I, I put it down. Um, I put down uh, video games and flossing. <laughs> I hope that last one ain't. Really? 
There was talk about putting chess into the Olympics as a sport, as a event. Well, it's not going to be 2020. Darn it. The five new sports are baseball slash softball. So it's baseball for the boys and softball for the girls. Karate. Karate. Skateboarding. Sports climbing. And surfing. So Andy got all of them correct. Devo got one and Kills got three. I'll take it. I'll take that. So they're, they're going to be equal numbers of males and females for each, uh, for each event, except for the baseball softball, because there are more, more, more people on a soft, on a baseball team than there are on a softball team. So that's the, exception. I thought there were, there were more on softball teams. The the in the Olympics the baseball teams will have I think twenty four people and the oh actual teams will have eighteen yeah you're thinking of the the Got softball does have a bullpen like baseball does right 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 yeah no I didn't mean on the field at a time I meant on the that's that's what I was thinking my baseball teams all right question three. As of 2019, four cities have hosted the Olympics two or more times. Name them each for four points each. Locked in. Oh, duh. I got two. Maybe that sounds right. Oh, these are specifically the Summer Olympics, correct? Yes, as befitting the name of the category, exactly. And the actual wording of the question where I specifically said Summer Olympics. <laughs> Yeah. I am locked in. Not sure I like the spice coming off you, Neil. I'm not just, sure. I'm not. I'm just trying to be accurate. I understand, but I'm. I'm so focused. I'm just. Maybe you should lay off the water a little bit. That's getting to me. This hydration is a thing. It's making you belligerent. <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> oh, you know I love you, Neil. No, I'll stop it. No, I mean, seriously, stop it. Okay. Andy? Paris, Athens, London. I don't know why it took me so long to come up with it, but L.A. for the fourth one. And Devo? I said London, Los Angeles, Paris, and Tokyo. And Kells? I said Athens, Paris, London, and Rome. The correct answers are, so London's the only one that's hosted it three times in 1908, 1948, and 2012. Paris, 1900 and 1924, and they're also scheduled for 2024. Los Angeles, hosted in 1932 and 1984, they're also scheduled for 2028. And Tokyo is going to be having their second Summer Olympics in 2020. So they are not included in this. Oh. Question. 
However, Athens is got to lay uh, off the water demo. 96 and 2004. Mm-hmm. So, I got uh, 16 points for Andy and 12 for Devo and Kells. You each got three right. By my math. Question four. Since the modern Olympics started, what is the longest period of time between games? Number of years? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. years. So I'm locked in. I would all right, I'm just putting in a guess. I'm locked in. Okay. Deva. Well, I was thinking the break was for World War Two. And so they had the Olympics in 36 and they started again in 48, I think. So I went with 12 years, but it could be 16, starting up again in 52. But I went with 12. That's what 12 is my answer. 16 is my parenthetical. Okay. Andy? I had the exact same reasoning as Davo. Uh, the Hitler Olympics were the last uh, Olympics before World War II, and I worked it out to 12 years as well. And Kells. Uh, I probably showed it myself. I went with eight. So the 1940 Olympics, which were, I don't, I didn't, I didn't look into this. I'm really curious as to why it was the Tokyo slash Helsinki Olympics. I don't know what that means. And I, I, I thought, oh, maybe they were including the Winter Olympics there. But no, that was actually the Tokyo slash Helsinki Summer Olympics. Hmm. And it, that was canceled in 1940. And then uh, it was scheduled to be in London in 1944, but they were otherwise occupied. Well, not occupied, but you know what I mean. Right. They had other I things going on. They were busy with the and, war and the whatnot. Yeah. And so the next Olympics that were held were in 1948, which left a gap of 12 years. Yay. At the end of round two, by my, by my count, we've got a two-way tie for first between Devo and Andy at 70 points, and Kells has got 52. Kells is still playing. He is. See what I did there, Devo? Get it in while you can I'm I'm getting it while I can. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Category three is movies about summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> so each one of these four questions has an easy mode if you want to opt for it. And okay. you might want to opt for them on some of them because the question consists of the name of a summer camp, and you need to tell me the movie. Okay. Oh, wow. If you want help, I'll give you the name of one of the main stars for the movie, and then uh, then you can guess the movie from there. Okay. Right. Sounds fair. We'll start with an easy one. Question one is Camp Crystal Lake. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? 
It's Friday the 13th. Or, uh, Friday the 13th. Kelsey. All right. I have wrong answer, I think. I think I wrote that down too quickly. Okay. It's yeah. Friday the 13th. It is? Yeah. I don't know why. It's second guess. Friday the 13th. Uh, the correct answer is Friday the 13th. My hint for that one was going to be Kevin Bacon because you don't know anybody else that was in that movie, probably. No, <laughs> I don't. Not a soul. Did you have, have you guys seen um, someone sunk a Jason Voorhees statue in the bottom of a lake? I have seen that. Uh-uh. It's, it's a Jason, it's a full-sized Jason Voorhees hockey mask. It's chained with chains around it. And it sunk at the bottom of a lake, which is popular with divers. Oh, that's frightening. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should check that out. The statue, just the statue itself gives you the heebie-jeebies. It's scary. Dude, I would drown if I saw that diving. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm screaming underwater. Yeah. Like, I'm screaming. <laughs> I don't care what else is going on. I'm screaming. And that's it. There's a. There's a lake near here called Crystal Lake that my wife and I take our dogs to from time to time. And the thing I like about it most is it's fed by Wolf Creek, which is another horror, is an Australian horror movie. That yeah. yeah. So I just. That's like awesome. Wolf Creek and Crystal Lake. Man. Do you live on Elm Street by the way? <laughs> <laughs> or a trifecta. Yeah. Question two. Camp North Star. Oh, that sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. I would like the clue, please. I have a notion, but I would like the clue. Okay. Yeah, I want the clue, too. I think I know, but I'm not positive. I'm not going to lock in. I play it safe. Yeah, I'm going to play it safe, too. Okay. So the primary star is Bill Murray. Oh, I, that's what, we, what I was should have locked in the first place. Uh, sometimes you got to play it safe, my man. Locked yep. in, locked in. Kels, I think it's a little movie by the name of Meatballs. Devo, Meatballs, and Andy. Meatballs, it is. Would you have still gotten it if I'd said that it was Chris Makepeace? Nope. Who? Instead of Bill. No. Okay. <laughs> he was. He was the the kid that Bill Murray was trying to help out in that movie. Question three. Miss Inch's summer camp for girls. Um I might need the hint. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to lock in. I'm going to lock in, too. Check you guys out. All right. Uh, so we got Dave on Kells locked in. Andy wants the hint. The hint, Andy, is Haley Mills. Oh, no, I was locked wrong. in. I was, I was totally wrong. Locked in. <laughs> All right. Dave, what's your answer? I said Camp Beverly Hills. Andy. I didn't even think about that. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't either. I might have locked in if I thought of that. Andy? Uh, the Parent Trap. And Kells. 
the parent trap. Good job, Kels. Correct answer is the parent trap. So the the later one with uh, Lindsay Lohan, it's a different camp name. I think it was Camp Walden. I didn't. I thought I about so. putting. I thought about putting uh, both of those in as the camp just to be an extra clue, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> All right. Question four, Camp Firewood. I need points. I need the hint, please. <laughs> uh, I'm locked in. Whoa, look at the big brains on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm gonna go um yeah I'm gonna go with um go with points on this I'm gonna take the hint. Okay, so there are about a dozen hints I could give you. The yeah. one I chose was Paul Rudd. Yeah, I'm locked in. Paul Rudd. I don't know if he was in that, but I'm writing it down. <laughs> Okay, Andy. Wet, hot American summer. Kels. Wet, hot American summer. And David. Wet, hot American summer. That's correct. So I got five for Dave and Kels on that one and 10 for Andy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get that right. Yeah, there's there's so many people in that one. I, I just kind of settled on him. There's no real main character in, in that show, so or in that movie. Hmm. So at the end of round three, Andy has one hundred, Davo ninety, and Kells eighty two. Anybody's game. Anybody's game. Anybody's game. Okay, category four. This is all music. Music about the summer. And I have lyrics that I'm going to be reading to you in a very, very, even more monotone than I usually speak voice so Mm. as to not give away the tunes. I need the name of the song and the band for five points each. If you want a hint, I'll give you the year for half points. That's perfectly fair. Does that sound good? Yep. I'm in. Okay. Question one. But at night, it's a different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on. Come on and dance all night. Despite the heat, it'll be all right. Locked in. Man. All right, I'm going to lock in with the wrong answer. (laughs) Sure. I know I got this wrong, but I'm going to roll with it. Okay. Kels, what do you got? I said uh, Summer Nights, Glenn Campbell. Ooh. Uh, Summer in the City by the Eleven Spoonful, I believe 1966. Devo? Summer Lovin' by Olivia Newton John and John Travolta. 
<laughs> and now that song is in my head for the rest of the night. I'll get you. <laughs> Hot time, summer in the city, the back of my neck's feeling dirty and gritty. It's summer in the city, about 11 spoonful. That song starts off with this really foreboding bump sound. And uh, I heard an interview with them a, a few years back where they explained they, they put a big bass drum at the bottom of a stairwell and put a microphone at the top of the stairwell to get that really kind of booming sound that starts that song. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I like that song a lot. I love that song. And you're right, it was 1966. Wow. Hmm. And you were like 28. <laughs> did, you know that, did you know they had music back then, Kels? This was pre-Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Marvin Gaye was the thing. Yeah. yeah sure. Question yeah. two. Oh, when I look back now, that summer seemed to last forever. And if I had the choice... Yeah, I'd always want to be there. Those were the best days of my life. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's not this person. Use the false cows. I probably got it all wrong, but I'm gonna like go into your mind palace, Andy. (laughs) Uh, The summer of '69, Brian Adams released in the summer of 1985. Deva, summer of '69 by Brian Adams and Kels. Summer of '69, Brian Adams. Are you kidding me? You used the force. Well done, Cal's. <laughs> well, that was the name I could think of. I was like, nah, I don't think I don't think this was his time period. But it was the only name I can come up with. And and forgive me, I, I mispronounced his name. Um in, in the words of Tina Turner. Brian Adams. I was waiting for you to do that. I was waiting for you. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't do it from jump. But I, I should have. Go back to it. Almost forgot about it. I don't even know what that Now I'm going to take the beginning of this song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that is the correct answer. Summer 69 by Brian Adams. Uh, Andy, I, I have 1984 for that song. Oh. So oh. I'm not sure. Uh, I stand corrected. I thought for sure that came out when I was 15. It's possible that's when the album came out. The single was released in '85, okay. but I don't know. I've got I've got '84 here. I could look at my Billboard book behind me, but I'm a lazy, lazy man, Neil. <laughs> I appreciate that about you. Mm-hmm. I can't possibly <laughs> swivel around in my chair and look it up. That would be exhausting. Question three: We could be together, baby. As long as skies are blue, you act so innocent now, but you lied so soon. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, 
once more with feeling, Neil? No feeling. <laughs> <clears throat> no feeling is allowed in this in this category. We could be together, baby, as long as skies are blue. You act so innocent now, but you lied so soon. Hmm. Let me try something a little different with this one. Still probably wrong, but I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. Yeah, I thought it was something else, but it's not. Now I'm panicking. Dude, you still got the lead. You're doing all right. It's not like the last game where Devo was essentially eliminated by this point. All right, locked in. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Devo, oh, why don't you give us your answer? <laughs> um, well, my first instinct told me Summer Lovin' by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. But I steered <laughs> clear of that. And I thought right. I'd do something different. <laughs> And I went with Last Dance by Donna Summer. Oh, look at that. Hey. Wow. Kels. I went with the Summer Nights again, but this time by Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> <laughs> Andy? I totally made up an answer. I went with Summer Fling by Josie and the Pussycats. I kind of want to hear that song now. I know. And then it's like a perfect song for them. Yeah. Especially if Melanie on tambourine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That girl knew how to use a tambourine. Yeah. Team Eternal School of Tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys remember um, a week or two ago when I was talking, I was kind of, kind of complaining about having to listen to some really bad music? Yeah. Yeah. This this was the song I was talking about. It's called Summer by a guy named Calvin Harris from 2014. That is really bad. It was a pretty big hit. It got to number seven on the Billboard Top 100, Hot 100. And uh, it it's an awful, awful song. <laughs> well, with that buildup, how can I not go out and buy the single? <laughs> well, I'm not getting paid by Calvin Harris to promote his music, so. But and now we never will be. You know, keep <laughs> keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's end on an easy one. Question four: New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick, and I think it's fly when the girls stop by for the summer. I don't wow. know, Neil, but that was pretty fly for a white guy. Oh, thank you. Apparently, that's not ringing any bells for anybody. It, I went to Ooh. a different song, but it couldn't have been the song that I originally went to because that has nothing to do with summer. And the lyrics are slightly different. Okay, I have no idea what the song is, but I'm writing down a protest answer. Can I hear the lyrics one more time? <laughs> Protest. The lyrics are, 
New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. Mm. I don't know what I this. I, I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. I am also locked in. All right, Kels? I'm pretty sure this is not it, but it's a song by Eminem called I'm Just Marshall Mathers. Okay. Andy? Um, this is not the song by writing us in protest because it should have been on the trivia podcast day. Mungo Jerry's In the Summertime, possibly the most classic summer hit of all time, and you can't go wrong with a band mm-hmm. named Mungo Jerry. You know, I wanted to include that song, but I also wanted to kind of spread out the the times a little bit. Oh, it's a pity. Fair. Devo? I put down Summertime by Will Smith. That ain't it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I was selling it, man. You're right. You sounded really confident. The song hit, uh, peaked at number three on the Billboard 100 list in 1999 and in 2010 billboard magazine named it the 14th biggest summer song of all time huh and it is called summer girls by lfo oh man that's a boy band apparently there's also there's also a thing about i like girls when they wear abercrombie and fitch that song's so bad (laughs) <laughs> oh, that song's it's better so bad. Than by Calvin Harris. That says nothing good wow. about Calvin Harris. Wow. Oof. All right. Well, that was not a stellar round. No. <laughs> Ouch. But you I'm, got like two sweeps. Yeah, I did. That's the well my third of the game too. Oh, I like this. So at the end of round four, I've got Andy with 120, Devo with 100, and Kells with 92. Triple digits way early for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mom, look. I'm in second. Look, Mom. You're not looking, Mom. I'm in second, Mom. Look. I bet she's listening. She's definitely listening. Hi, Devo's Mom. (laughs) All right. Category five is people. I like people. people. I love people. Question one. This five-time Grammy winner is probably best known for playing Steve Urkel's Aunt Una from Altoona on Family Matters. Locked in. That's kind of tongue-in-cheek. She's obviously better known for winning five Grammys than playing Steve Urkel's Aunt Una from Altoona. I would hope so. I never watched the show. Are you serious? Well, Urkel is kind of, you know, jerk. Freakishly powerful jerk. I mean, I do hate that, you know, a show called Family Matters became about a guy. Uh, that's, That's all it was. That's not part of the family. No, at all. Never was. And actually wasn't very well liked by the family. By most members, no. The I'm ones that paid bills there, no. no. 
Five-time Grammy winner. All right. That's what I got to go with. It's a female Grammy winner. Most likely African-American. You sure about that? You didn't watch the show. I didn't watch the show. <laughs> I guess the odds are. I mean, when you hear the answer is Lionel Richie, you'll be really surprised. Right. I'm locked in. Okay, Dave. Um, I think, if I recall correctly, I cannot remember the actress's name, but she was in Peaches and Herb, I think. <laughs> no, Peaches she was in Tony her- Orlando oh, and Don. Yeah. <laughs> she oh, was that's in Tony all, Orlando and Don, that's, right? That's, that's Aunt Rachel. That was Aunt Rachel. Oh, okay. She wasn't Steve. But, yeah, you, you are Legit. correct. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, she was. She was, was back. She was in Dawn. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't remember her name. <laughs> so I just put down Donna Summer. <laughs> you mean you were actually keeping with the theme of the show, huh? I was. Oh. I, I fell back on the theme. <laughs> Kells, what's your answer? Since you've actually seen the show. Yeah, Donna Summer. And Andy, <laughs> this is why I should. I always forget the theme. If I would have thought about the theme, I'd have gotten it. I instead went with Aretha Franklin because I kind of wish she was my aunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Donna Summer. Oh. Because it's, it's a show about summer. Yeah. I remember now. Question two. What actress has been in Firefly, Dollhouse, Alpha, and Arrow? seen two of those shows i think she's the only one that's been in all four of those never i've never heard of the what was the third one again alpha yeah i never heard of that i think it's called alphas with an s Uh oh you know what you're right i think i wrote that down wrong if that helps (laughs) <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but I appreciate it though. I'm locked in. Okay, Kels. Says Suzanne Summers. Andy. Summer Glau. Summer Glau. Uh, Correct answer is Summer Glau. Question three. This television personality was the host for Double Dare and many other shows. Locked in. Um, locked in. I never watched Double Dare. I did. Physical challenge. <laughs> the nose one was always horrible. Uh, All right. Um... Uh... Locked in. Uh, Andy, what's your answer? Danny Summer. Totally making up names here. Dave? Mark Summers. Kels. Mark Summers. It is Mark Summers. Question four. This gold medal Olympian has had a successful sports commentating career. Hmm. 
Good. Hmm. I am not sure at all. I'm going to punt. Oh, right, right guy. Hang time. <clears throat> I think um, maybe it would have helped Ava if I'd mentioned one of the shows she was on was... Uh, oh, shoot, I forget the name of it. It was an NBA show on SPN, ESPN. Inside Stuff. Inside Stuff. Oh, well, that wasn't on ESPN. That was on... Or wherever it was. NBC. But, yeah. Anyway. Inside Kel? Stuff. I'm Irish guy. Yeah. I believe you're referring to... Summer Sanders. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And crap. I went with Danny Summer again. Hmm. <laughs> this is not Danny Summer. Darn it. it is Summer Sanders. Yeah, I had that name pop into my head, but I wasn't sure. Dang it. Well, she it was certainly a swimmer, was, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, at the end of round five, Davo and Andy are tied with 130, and Kells has 122. Wow, it's anybody's game. Anybody's game. Good game. And the last round is food. It's all about summer food. I like food. One popular summer food is barbecue. Mm -hmm. Which president had the first official barbecue state dinner? Locked in. Locked in. State dinner? State dinner. I'm locked in as well. Andy. I believe it's FDR is a famous story of him serving hot dogs to, I want to say it was the Queen of England. Okay. Devo? Well, I, I didn't. I went with George W. Bush because he's from Texas and Texas barbecue is a thing. So, Kels? Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking Texas too, but I went a little earlier with uh, LBJ. That makes sense. So, it, it was actually kind of hard to track this down. There are reports of. Like back, I mean, Washington and Jefferson and Adams, those guys, they like to have barbecues, mm -hmm. but there's not, as far as I could find any, any records that they held a state dinner. And there are earlier presidents or, or, or later presidents after those guys that had, uh, apparently had some barbecues on the grounds, but they weren't state dinners. So from what I was able to find, the first actual state dinner that was barbecue was in 1963 by LBJ. Um, no. Yeah. Yes, that's a good answer. Question two. The summer food service program helps to feed children during the time that schools are out of session. So the summer, obviously. What federal agency runs the SFSP? Locked in. Uh, I'm locked in as well. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to lock in with this. Okay. David? Well, since it's when school is not in session, and you pointedly said when school is not in session, I tried to game the game a little bit, and I went with the Department of Education. Okay. Kels? I, I really wanted to go that route, but I talked myself out of it, and I went with the Department of Health and Human Services. Okay. That's a good one. 
than Andy? I'm pretty sure from my A push class I teach, this comes in period nine, and it falls under the USDA as a service to make sure nutrition is is being, uh, I don't want to use the word distributed, but the children are getting the proper nutrition they need. So it seemed to me like there, there were several answers. Education, Department of Education is one, obviously. The FDA possibly could have been one, although they're more testing food than providing food. Um, I hadn't even considered Health and Human Services, but that seems like a logical one too. However, the correct answer is the Department of Agriculture or the U.S. Well, that makes sense. So good job, Andy. Thank you, A-Push. Question three. According to the National Hot Dog and Saus Sausage Council, about how many hot dogs are consumed by the average American each year? And uh, I'll take one off your score for every one hot dog year away. Uh Clarification: Am I an average American? Oh, okay, no. I would no. So I probably want to take my total. Let me get some paper. Divide it by a notch. Divide it by two. Subtract a hundred. And then div divide it by yeah, two again. You think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Just be safe. Uh, per year or per day? Every... <laughs> uh, if it's a ball game, there are nine innings. I could do nine dogs. I'm locked in with a round guess. I'm also locked in. I'm going to lock in. Yep, locked in. Okay, Kels? I said 20. Okay. Andy? I said 12. And Devo? Well, I guess I was thinking for, uh, I guess I was thinking that everybody was Andy. Because I, <laughs> I went with 100. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. In a year? In a year? You can eat 100 individual hot dogs in a year. Yeah. It's like a hot dog every three days, right? Roughly. Yeah. But if you eat three at a time, yeah, I mean, it's only 30 to days. To be fair, I'm not making this up for breakfast this morning. I had two corn dogs. For lunch, I had three hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know some of your students listen to this podcast, right? Oh, they know how I eat. Yeah. It's uh, not a secret. <laughs> well, I will tell you that, first of all, I don't really like this question, but I was kind of struggling to find more summer food questions. <clears throat> and secondly, nobody scored any points, but Devo was much closer than the rest of you. According to the National Hot uh -huh. Dog and Sausage Council, who may be biased, the average American eats 70 hot dogs a year. Good Lord. 70? Wow. You know what? I love this country. That's what makes this country great. What, gas? No, hot dogs. 
One of nature's most perfect foods. Amen. Created in nature? Yeah. So she's going to say that right now? Is hot dogs created in nature? They're natural. They're all organic, aren't they? Yeah. Sure they are. Mm. I, I tend to eat only the free-range hot dogs myself. Do you have an open period at all during the day? Because I need you to sit in a science class <laughs> if you can. <laughs> One day during fifth period. They're organic in that they're mostly made up of organic chemicals. Sure. Carbon-based chemicals. Right. Thanks. That counts. Oh, my gosh. I'm anyway, this that was my four sweeps of the, of the game, so I'm happy. Racking them up. Last, last question of the game. This cold soup made of raw blended vegetables is a summer favorite in Andalusia. What is the name of the soup? And for a bonus, where is Andalusia? Wait, wait did you say raw vegetables? Raw blended vegetables. Yeah. So it's served cold? It's a cold soup. That means it's not heated. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in too. All right. I'm locked in. Andy? Awful soup is what it's called. Um, this just popped into my head. I'm probably wrong, but... I'm thinking it's gazpacho, and the uh, read the country I think is Spain for Andalusian. Kels, I went the same route. I went with gazpacho. I hope it's served cold. I've never had it, and I know it's from Spain. The correct answer is uh, gazpacho, and Andalusia is yeah. Spain. <laughs> yeah! Wow. It, it really warms my heart to see this final score. I have Kells with 144, Devo with 142, and Andy with 140. Wow. wow. That is a come from behind. For Mr. Now, Devo, if I recall correctly, yeah, you have to win this match to stay in, right? Well, I have to win. I become the Marlins if... I have to win, <laughs> and Kells has to okay. lose. Lose or get second place. I think so I can come. In you have to do your part. Okay. I can come in second one game, <laughs> and you still right. Win. All right. right. You better hope this category is baseball teams that start with red. <laughs> so yeah, it's a couple ops. All right. The you ready for the final question? Yes. <laughs> it's oh. about baseball teams that start with red. <laughs> yes. It's never that yes. easy. No, it's not Calm that easy. <laughs> no, a lot of people uh, travel during the summer. The oh, TSA Lord. expects 2019 to be the busiest travel season ever. 
with 263 million passengers projected to pass through airport security between Memorial Day and Labor Day. So I need to know, what are the 10 busiest airports in the U.S. Oh. by passengers? Oh, geez, I'm going to barf. All right, let's start with third place, Andy. Okay. Uh, O'Hare in Chicago. L.A. International. Dallas-Fort Worth. BWI. Dulles. Midway in Chicago again. Minneapolis-St. Paul. I don't know the name of that airport. Used to. It's a big hub. Uh, LaGuardia. San Francisco. And JFK. Mm. So I got New York. Two different New York and two different Chicago ones, if you're keeping score. What is a, what is DWI? BWI, Baltimore, Washington International. Oh, Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, it's, if you're going to D.C., it's, to my, in my opinion, it's the easiest airport to come in and out of. Where's Dallas? Dallas is also in Washington. Okay. Uh, it's right. technically in Virginia, I think, but it's a Washington airport. Gotcha. And then there's also Reagan. Ooh, Reagan would have been a good one to have on here. I forgot about Reagan. Deva? All right. Um, Atlanta. LaGuardia. JFK. Uh, DIA, Denver International Airport. With uh, LAX. Oh. Oh, I have that. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a good one. Um, I also went with Charlotte. I know it's got a bit of United traffic going through there. Uh, DFW in Dallas. Um, Orlando, because people love Disney. Um, O'Hare International. And Las Vegas, baby. Nice. Kels? All right, I went with DF Dub, Orlando International, uh, JFK, uh, Love Field, which is in Dallas, uh, LAX, uh, George Bush in Houston. O'Hare, Miami Dade, LaGuardia, and Hartsfield Jackson, Atlanta. So let me let me go over some of the notable ones that you missed. Um, you all said LaGuardia. LaGuardia is not in the top twenty. What? Wow. Whoa. It's a. It's pretty old. I don't. I just think they just don't have the capacity. Uh, okay. That some of the newer, bigger airports have. Uh, what else? Orlando is number 12, so it did not make the list. Dang. Miami, 14. Dang. George Bush, uh, 15. Minneapolis, Dang. 17. Those are all ones that you said. Starting at number 10, we've got Charlotte Douglas International Airport. Nice. All right. None of you got number 9, SeaTac? Seattle, Tacoma. I was thinking SeaTac. Dang it. Oh, okay. Yeah, McCarran International Airport, which is Las Vegas. Yeah. Nice. San Francisco, 
JFK, Denver, Denver. DFW. Oh, I don't have Denver. Okay. O'Hare. Got it. Okay. LAX. Got it. And LAX. Atlanta. Hartsfield, Jackson. So by my count, correct me if I'm wrong, I've got Andy with five correct. So that could you that gets you up to 190, and you are currently in the lead. Woohoo! I'm in first place. Nobody can touch me. Davo, the only ones you missed were LaGuardia and Orlando. Wow. Which gives you eight. We got a winner. And puts you up to 222 and currently the lead. Whoa. And I've got Kells with five out of ten. Yeah, when you name the ones that didn't make the top, like oh. like LaGuardia, like you knocked out four before you started naming the yeah. So the final scores for this game are Devo 222, Kells 194, and Andy 190. Still mathematically alive, <laughs> gentlemen. You got a shot. So you're saying there's got a, a chance. Shot. <laughs> you're saying there's a saying chance. chance. <laughs> You know, Kels, had, <sighs> Kels hasn't finished worse than second yet out of seven games. He doesn't have. No, he has not. Riding a good streak. Well done, Davo. Yes, thank very you. Well done, Masterful performance. Hey, before we uh, sign off, can I give a shout out to uh, our newest Patreon supporter, uh, Chris Megan? Christy and Keegan in uh, Fisher, Indiana are big fans of the show and shout out to you and thank you for your donation. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. I'd like to shout out all of our patrons. If I could. Much appreciated. I would like that as well. All of our patrons keep the lights on. Keep me mathematically alive in this show. And it makes me happy that people like the show enough to support us. So thank you all very, very much. So, Neil, what are the current tournament standings? We have Devo in third place with 12 points. Andy has 13 and Kells has 17 with three games to go. All right. Okay. Do some quick math. Yep. Still alive. (laughs) Still alive. (laughs) Actually, I don't think I do. But hey, we'll figure it out. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo the winner for once with uh, with Andy. So long, Ladle Brainers. And Kells. Uh, Here it is. Groove. uh, Slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance. What about the groove that soothes, that moves romance? That's because we didn't get a summertime from Fresh Prince reference, so I had to do that. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I thought that was Calvin Harris. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk to me about Calvin (laughs) (laughs) Harris. And Neil. Today's quote is from the great philosopher Rob Gronkowski. I just like the beaches in the summer, man. 
signing off. Oh yeah. Like what you hear, yeah. You should listen to the show on your favorite podcast app. Yeah. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, yeah. You wanna talk to us? You can tweet us at Ladle Brain, yeah. Also, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We're Brain Ladle Productions, yeah. Don't you miss it, yeah. We also have individual website and emails, brainladletrivia.com. You can find Neil, you can find Kills, Dave and Andy, yeah. If you want to donate to the madness, we have a Patreon. We hope to see you again soon. Go down that lonesome highway, yeah. Dig it! The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.